Let's go to the movies, an award season podcast. The Oscars have finally arrived. On today's episode, I'm going to recap all the Best Picture winners, just kind of a brief plot and what what chances they have of winning some stuff. Um, also going to go over my final ballot picks. And let's just dive right in. First, I'm going to go through the Best Pictures, just kind of a brief plot summary of those and you know, which ones to kind of pay attention to if you're going to be participating in any parties or ballot reviews or things of that nature, then you'll have a little leg up. Well, maybe you'll have a leg up. I'm not always the best at predicting these things, but hopefully I help you a little bit. So All Quiet on the Western Front, of course, is a remake of the 1930 Best Picture winner. It is gorgeous cinematography, very unique storytelling from the German perspective of just following these young boys while they're in World War One. Uh, it's probably a strong shoe in to win Best International Feature. Potentially cinematography or sound, like some of those technical aspects, maybe even production design. If you want to throw your hat in any of those rings, you would have a strong chance for sure. Avatar The Way of Water. As I mentioned in a previous episode, I did not have a chance to watch this film, but... I'm sure you kind of have the gist of what it's about. It's about the Avatar world. (laughs) And the technical aspect of it is going to be what's going to draw people to this film. It probably has a strong shoe-in to win visual effects, is going to be my guess. Banshees of Inisherin is following a friend breakup in Ireland during the Irish Civil War. Really strong acting. Really gorgeous cinematography, really cheeky script. This could be a dark horse. It could win some acting awards. It could even win screenplay. So if you want to kind of wow anyone in thinking that you watched all these movies, talk about this one. Elvis, of course, is about Elvis Presley, kind of his rise and decline. Uh, it's just kind of a spectacle, if you will. Strong chance of Austin Butler winning Best Actor. I feel like he, he and Brendan Fraser, in my mind, are kind of like neck and neck with that one. There's a potential of it winning something like costume design or production design. Even makeup, I guess. You know, you never know. But Elvis, that one is going to be, I think, the most direct and straightforward pick for this year. Everything Everywhere All at Once is a multiverse film. It is about trying to essentially save the world from all these multiverses imploding on each other. But it's also about family. (laughs) This is going to be, in my head, the strongest contender for most of the awards. A lot of the acting is probably going to go to them. Uh, Directing has a high chance. Screenplay. I'm even assuming Best Picture. It's probably one of the strongest ones. Uh, It would be nice to see it pan out like that. So we're going to have to see. But yeah, that's going to be... Probably one of the most unique films of the year. The Fablemans is, I think, going to be a quiet dark horse. This one was still like a warm hug to me. I want to go watch it again, like right now. It's just kind of following Steven Spielberg's childhood and kind of how he came into his own with film and producing and stuff. Again, I don't really know for sure any categories that this has a strong hold in, but it'll be fun to see if it pulls out anything. 
Tar is about a music composer and kind of her decline as she is essentially being canceled, for lack of a better word. This has a strong chance of winning Best Actress, potentially screenplay, something of that nature, maybe. Like, I don't know, though. You know, it's just one of those also ones where it's, the movie is Kate Blanchett. So if anything is going to win, it's going to be her. Top Gun Maverick, of course, just a really fun, big blockbuster. This one, I don't know if I necessarily need to give you the plot for this one. I feel like it's just kind of obvious. It's just essentially following another mission with the Top Gun group. <laughs> if this is going to win anything, it's going to be something with technical effects or sound, something of that nature. Just because that's kind of the wow factor. Triangle of Sadness is a satire on wealth and influencer life, if you will. Following a couple as they are on this yacht that eventually becomes shipwrecked and kind of just all the happenings around that. Um, This is another one that's going to be a dark horse. I think if this wins anything, it might be like screenplay as well. I'm not sure, though. And then finally, we have Women Talking, which is going to be the movie about the religious colony women that discover that they're being abused and they decide if they're going to leave or not. Very powerful performances. If that's going to win anything, it would be screenplay as well. So those are going to be the Best Picture nominees of this year. Kind of just a brief recap of those. Some things to look out for. And I'm going to move right into my ballot picks that I'm going to lock in for Oscars 2023. So right off the bat for Best Picture, I think I'm going to go with Everything Everywhere All at Once. That was my initial pick when the predictions and nominations came out. I think I'm going to stick with it after seeing all the movies. For Best Actor, I still think Austin Butler and Brendan Fraser are neck and neck. I really would not hate to see either of them win. As of right now in this moment, I think I'm going to lock in for Brendan Fraser. For Best Actress, I think Kate Blanchett and Michelle Yao, or Yo, I'm sorry, Michelle Yo, um, they are kind of neck and neck in my eyes also. As of right now, I'm locking in for Michelle Yeoh. For Best Supporting Actor, I'm going to stick with Ki Hee Kwan, because I love him, and I love that movie, and I love The Goonies, so I'm just going all in with that one. For Best Supporting Actress, I initially thought it was going to be Angela Bassett, but I don't know. I'm going to throw my hat in for Stephanie Shu on this one because I think she knocks it out of the park. And after seeing all these performances, I really think I liked hers the best. For best animated film, going with Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio just because it's Guillermo del Toro. He's been kind of sweeping with this movie. Best animated short, I'm going with My Year of Dicks just because it makes me laugh. <laughs> for best cinematography, I'm going to go with All Quiet on the Western Front. I think that's a really strong point of this film was that aspect. For best costume design, I initially was torn between Everything Everywhere or Black Panther, but I think I'm going to go with Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, because the costumes is, or they're just gorgeous. And uh, yeah, I think that's my pick. For best directing, I think I'm going to go with Everything Everywhere All at Once, the Daniels. I just think that also would be awesome to see a duo win. I haven't seen that in my past current year, lifetime, whatever you want to call it. Best documentary feature, I'm going with Navalny. Best documentary short, going with The Elephant Whisperers. For best editing, I 
think I'm going to go with everything everywhere all at once just because it is insanely fast paced. There's all these universes that they had to keep up with. And it's just mesmerizing. And the kind of the whole point of that movie was just this overload of content. And that's what that movie feels like. For best international feature, I'm going to go with All Quiet on the Western Front. For best live action short, going with the red suitcase. For best makeup and hairstyling, I'm going with the whale just because of all the work it took to create Brendan Fraser's look. But I feel like most of these picks in this category would not be disappointing to see win. Best original song, we're going with Hold My Hand from Top Gun just because I'm going to always pick Lady Gaga. <laughs> for best original score, I was initially leaning towards Justin Hurwitz for Babylon, but I honestly think I might be picking All Quiet on the Western Front for Volker Bertelman just because that was a really powerful score that really, to me, carried that film. But I mean, this is also a strong category where I'm not going to be upset if anybody wins. So I'm really excited to see how that one pans out. For best production design, I'm going to go with Babylon just because I loved Babylon and I'm not ashamed to say so. And I want to see it win something. So I'm going with that. For best sound, I'm going to stick with Top Gun Maverick. For best adapted screenplay, my initial pick was Glass Onion, a Knives Out mystery. But I think I'm going to lean on Women Talking as my choice with Glass Onion, if it does win, being a nice little surprise. <laughs> and then for best original screenplay, Sticking with, uh, excuse me, sticking with everything everywhere all at once. And then for best visual effects, I'm just going to throw it to Avatar The Way of Water. Because let's be real, they're probably going to try to give Avatar something. And so it might as well be that. <laughs> but that's going to be my ballot. I'm locking it in right here, right now for this year's award show. And I'm excited to watch how it all unfolds this year. I'm hoping that you are able to watch it. I'm hoping you're able to see some of these films. And I hope you had some favorites that you're excited to see how those play out. Um, after the awards show, I will do a recap the following day just to kind of go over who won and some surprises, some disappointments, things of that nature. So I hope you will tune in for that. But I do wish you a happy Oscars evening and another year of cinema we have under our belts and it's been great and it's been fun and I hope you have enjoyed the ride with keeping up with some of my reviews so again happy Oscars thank you for listening today and for joining me on yet another trip to the movies Thank you.